0: Oh, you
1: want to make the dead sound? Huh? Oh, <laughs> look at me like a thing dog. What? <laughs> Okay, so I want to tell you guys about this exciting thing that happened. Uh, the other day, I went into a Dunkin' Donuts. I went into a Dunkin'. And uh, this was the Dunkin' that is by... Weird oh. flex, but okay. I went to Starbucks the other day. It was good. Far more not impressive. Uh, what? It wasn't for me. Oh sad. He doesn't really like Starbucks. I don't, he's not yeah, coffee. I don't drink coffee that much. If I okay. drink coffee, it's um, for pure adrenaline. <laughs> and I had not been drinking coffee. We were just next to it. I had time to kill. And I didn't even want the caffeine because it was too late. But I wanted the, you know, the, the feeling of drinking coffee. So I was like, I'm going to at least get a warm beverage or a, or decaf. And so I go in, but it's that one that's by Old Town, you know, the Handy Mart. Yeah. And they have this weird thing where the Dunkin' Donuts is kind of public, but kind of behind a counter. Because as we walked in, the lady said, "Like, okay, if you're getting donuts, this is how you get donuts." I've never needed it explained to me how to get donuts. Anyway. <laughs> you grab the tongs, and I I planned on getting donuts first, but I was going to get my 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 drink first. So your warm beverage, yeah, my warm beverage. So which what I decided was going to be decaf. I know decaf's not that good, but I wanted the feeling of coffee without the caffeine. I know I'm seven hundred. Okay. <laughs>
0: And when you said... The only thing I can think of is when you said this was late in the day, I'm imagining like 3 p.m.
1: It was 8 p.m. <gasps> oh, scary! You were out at 8 p.m.? I was <laughs> crazy, I was man. displaced. Anyway, um...
0: Guess what time I got up this morning?
1: What time? 8 p.m.
0: 3.45. 3.45 a.m. True story. Continue.
1: Why? Did you need to, or you just woke up now?
0: No, there was a reason. Yeah.
1: <laughs> did you know? Did you need to go to Antarctica real fast? Yes, Antarctica,
0: Antarctica, 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 Antarctica for an expedition. Did I just realized that Antarctica is opposite of Arctic, Arctic, Antarctic, North South Poles. Just recently <laughs> hit me. You know, oh, I thought you meant
1: just now. No, no, no.
0: Like just like within the past week. Oh. Which one has penguins though?
1: That's Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So I go in and Marnie! <laughs> Sorry. Close the zebra. <laughs> Barney! That was like that the flash moment we make fun of constantly where in the flash they'd have a time travel yeah. episode and they make reference... they they say like the movie Back to the Future and one of the character goes, I guess they didn't have the rights to any of the quotes. I don't think you need the rights. One of the characters just goes, Doc Brown! Fantastic film. <laughs> That's his reference. Doc Brown <laughs> Anyway. Marty. So, Marty. (laughs) Oh, Marty is also Marty McFly. Yeah. It all comes together. Simba. (laughs) Different movie. (laughs) So, I go behind the counter, and I grab a cup, and uh, I go up to what I think is going to pour me coffee, and I press the decaf button, and this... Horrific noise starts up. It's like, rah! it's like like the, a T Rex roar. And not coffee, <laughs> but coffee powder, coffee grounds start spilling out of the machine. The woman, the employee, comes running up behind me and actually says, "What are you doing?" And I like, I I turn it off and I'm like, "I'm sorry, i was just trying to get coffee." And she's like, uh, "That's not how you do it. Like, here are the cups. Here's the machine." She was actually very nice about it, but but I feel like this happens a lot because she was very put out. But she was nice. She's like, this is how you do it. This is where the machine is. I was like, okay, okay, I'm so sorry. She has a huge mess to clean up, and I feel terrible. What were you doing, though? Like, if it wasn't the coffee machine, what was it? I don't know. (laughs) I tried to figure out the whole time I was there. So, she pointed out what the coffee machine was. I get that, and then I say, like, okay, I want a splash of hot chocolate on this just for the chocolate taste. So... As she was a little bit of coffee, a little bit of hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was, it, it, it's APO. It's it. Let's <laughs> get a little funky <laughs> as she's walking back. I'm putting the hot chocolate in the cup, and her reaction is. Oh, you're just getting hot chocolate. Like I just made a giant mess with the coffee machine, and all I get is hot chocolate. And I actually said to her, I said, "I know it doesn't look like it, but I have been in a Dunkin' Donuts before and gotten coffee." I'm so sorry. I was so <laughs> embarrassed. I talked about it for the rest of the night, which I know wasn't that long because I went bed <sighs> at eight fifteen. Ladies, <laughs> you, say, you well, couldn't make it it's home by eight o'clock at night, and just also this guy comes in. And the hot chocolate was like it was. I think it was old. It ruined the cup. I couldn't even drink the, the thing. And I wanted the donuts, but by that point, I was too embarrassed. I walked out of that place disappointed, unsatisfied. It was the worst experience of my life. Right, but, but not of any you know. employees. No, it Me was, it was all my myself. Real really, she was so yeah. sweet and working so hard, and I ruined I ruined her evening. I ruined her life. I like to think that
0: somewhere in some universe, that she too has a podcast. And she tells the story from her she side. She talks about me. Because I felt like I must
1: look like the stupidest guy who can't even make a cup of coffee and then just gives up and has hot chocolate. It's a stuff.
0: very Seinfeld thing to have happen. Like, if you were George, you would be constantly going back in there to prove, like, what
1: a normal functioning human get, being you are. For the rest of the night, I kept saying, and now let's go get coffee because I want to show her that I know how to do it. But I can't honestly tell you what happened when I was in there. It was like a dream. So I probably would go in and do the exact same thing again. Yeah. Welcome to "Don't Drink the Decaf Coffee," the podcast where I humiliate myself. I'm Josh. I'm Charlotte, and I think
0: that just getting decaf coffee was the start of the humiliation. I know a lot of people hate it,
1: but I just wanted the taste. And I'm Zach. Ugh. <laughs> Have you ever had decaf coffee? No, because I don't like coffee that much in general, it's and when vile. I do drink it, it's you know what you might want to consider it's just for the just cafe. being a, a little more open minded when people try to tell their stories. Okay, really? That's
0: directed at me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, I hope you don't have any stories to share this week That was really annoying in the Death in the Cards game Where you were trying to tell a story we you kept not letting you <laughs> <laughs> oh, It was really annoying Yeah, yeah it was When I was listened sure. to
0: that I realized I have no Idea What I was going to tell you
1: Oh well, you never, never told it No I never told it oh, Zach that wasn't very really nice of you <laughs> Well you can tell now I told <laughs> my memories, I <laughs> <laughs> Oh you didn't introduce yourself I did. You just weren't listening. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't you now you know how I feel. <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna work on that. No, you're I'm not. I'm sorry that I, I
0: You've didn't... been saying that for how many years? And I been doing did for this? a while,
1: didn't I? Uh one episode. It was like because three. Someone... Yeah, but that was a golden episode. And it was someone like yelled at you. Ago. I feel like it was i like <laughs> but... I'm gonna try really hard. I told her this the other day and she told me to stop. My new my resolution for the new school year is to <laughs> <laughs> it's just being less neurotic and more respectful about
0: you didn't say that part. You just said less neurotic. I wasn't going to tell you that. <laughs> okay, okay. No, let just be
1: less neurotic. Yeah. Which doesn't really apply, so that's why I have it. Why <laughs> would you want to be less neurotic? I just feel like sometimes when I come away from social events, I wonder, like, was I like that person that was so obnoxious that no one could stand me? Do I need to change that? My best friend in the world is not a yes. <laughs> one of my best friends. That's me. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you for joining us. Um, I hope that you hear me improve. I'm sorry I said I was going to before. I'm really going to try, guys. I'm sorry.
0: Look at that. Acceptance. The first
1: step towards recovery. I have a problem. (laughs) I'm admitting it now is to say sorry to the people that I've hurt. Zach, I'm sorry. The book we're talking about.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry that I constantly (laughs) interrupt
1: you, Charlotte. It's not on purpose. The person that I relate to the most is when I listen to Paula Poundstone give an interview, and she apologizes and says, I have a compulsion. I cannot shut up at any <laughs> point. I just can't. Like, she does interviews or interviews people for her show, and she cannot stop talking. And she, it's just like a compulsion, and I feel like that sometimes. I just can't shut up, and I'm sorry. I'm you know, really sorry. sometimes I feel like downtown Julie Brown, because I love the 90s so much. <laughs> <laughs> you look like downtown Julie Brown. Thank you! Yeah, she does Is the, it just uh, the headphones? No, it's, it's the cute eyes. Yeah, it's the lips. <laughs> it's the lips.
0: <laughs> um, I know who she is. Thank you for going to explain it to me. It's okay. But
1: um, I no, don't it's...
0: know what she looks like. <laughs> like Zach with headphones. Okay. Yeah, like exactly. Zach with lips. Are you going over the book one page at a time? No. you got, like, um,
1: <laughs> pieces. So this week we're going to be talking about Agatha Christie's 1940 novel, Sad Cypress. But... Uh, lately, in my goal to... I want Zach to enjoy this podcast. <laughs> I don't want him to... I, I like Zach, and I, I don't want him to think, like, you know, I have to listen to Josh and Charlotte talk about books and then come away really bored. Because I know that's what it is now. I know you have fun, but I don't like that you have to be bored during it. And I'm not going to try to trick you into talking about books. This is just not your thing. You're not going to have me on your podcast where you talk about um, video games or something like that. But it'd be nice if you invited me. But (laughs) You can come, but you're not allowed to play the video games beforehand So I'm giving you an assignment today That you may or may not (laughs) like This is like school It's exactly like school You have to write a 5,000-foot essay That's more than school About Emperor Palpatine I'll do exactly Um, what I did in school When I was told to write a two-page essay about something in history class And I wrote it uh, good, but it was only a page and a half So I just made the font bigger Like (laughs) a good bit bigger But you wrote it good, right? Uh, according to me, you just told me you wrote a good one. <laughs> yeah. That sounds yeah. And it was about is? as good as that sentence. This isn't uh, This isn't going to be an essay. You're actually going to be creating art today, uh, which I know you love. I do art. Do I love read, it. Great for radio. Um, so at Wordplay, me and Charlotte have been talking about this. They have this cool new book that is how to make, uh, it's called Blackout Poetry. I don't think that's new. Well, it's it was new to the store, I thought first, no, time, it, it, I, first time I noticed it's I been guess. there since I started working there I apologize no it's one's following it. it's not new it was just the first time I noticed it and Charlotte would know better than me but um see so look look at him trying Guys, I'm awesome. um <laughs> do you know what blackout poetry is that like? um is that when I get blackout drunk and then write poetry it could we could try it that way sorry yes! Zach
0: Zach was distracted by a platypus <laughs> yeah it's. I thought it was okay Isn't I'm, it I'm cute? assuming it's
1: a letter opener yes it is but I thought that this thing slid off and it was uh-huh. like a sharper letter opener. Oh yeah! But I was wrong. I wish. And so that I that was, was just trying to yank the tail off. <laughs> oh, for platypus. Is there a platypus controlling you?
0: I wish that um, it was that because that's a very very dull letter opener. <laughs> but it's a platypus, so we can do I can it's sharpen it dull. if you want. That's okay. Thank
1: you. Though one of us will end up without an eye by the end of this. If you sharpen, I just imagine me in the corner with a grinder running. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are like, "And Sad Cypress was good." <laughs> I guess I don't know if you guys think it you was. Didn't even improvise. <laughs> um, so we remember the title of the book. Personal That's nice. good. Yeah. Fun fact: um, two days ago. My wife said, "Do you want to watch Sad Cypress so you prepare for the podcast, or do you want to watch an episode of Psych?" And I said, "Let's watch an episode of Psych." <laughs> well, of course. I mean, he we refuse get to, that choice. What episodes do you watch? Support? We've been going in order, okay? And so I think we were close to season. We were at the end of season five. She mm-hmm. was just really, really wanting to finish out the Yin Yang, Yang series, but I wouldn't let her skip a whole season.
0: Oh, she was
1: yeah. very mad. Game <laughs> yeah, stuff's not that good, this is it? I like the first two. The third one's not that good. The ending. Of it? Is yeah. that the ending? Yeah. yeah.
0: It was. I've recently rewatched that and it was better oh,
1: than I remembered it. The second it, one's a Hitchcock. Still, one, right? Yeah, that one's really good. Yeah, and I the first like, one's good too. I like the first one a lot because that one's like the most dramatic of them. Mm-hmm. The second one's good because of all the Hitchcock stuff and the third one's right. just kind of. I'm like, just remembering the third one, yeah.
0: The second one, I think they made the stakes so high and it was so real, because the one guy died, and, you know, Juliet was, like, traumatized, and it was heavy. It was pretty heavy for psych. And then when they did the third one, I think they thought, okay, let's just not be quite as heavy, and let's make it kind of... Which I'm okay with. ...lampooned, maybe.
1: Which I, I was okay with, but I think the reveal of Mr. Yin was underwhelming. Yes. And the whole twist of the episode, with spoilers for the third... Uh, yang yang episode of psych you might want to five. skip this part if you haven't finished season <laughs> yeah. 5 of psych um, the blonde girl is in on it and she's yeah. yeah and
0: i just didn't like that yeah it was she
1: was poor too yeah and she yeah i didn't like her character we yeah. hate people who aren't wealthy yeah <laughs> she was one of those poor people her acting was poor. oh, oh. Okay. it's okay. You didn't watch the movie. I figured that was going to be the case, which is why I made this project for you. So blackout poetry. I'm agree. not done talking about sight. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Why would you not be
0: done? <laughs> I just recently, uh, big surprise, just recently watched rewatched hundred clues again. And yep. you talk about like standing the test of time, like. Every time I watch that episode, I'm like, "This is this is such." I have only seen that episode so once. Oh man! But I'm, really I'm getting
1: there again. Yeah. We're in. We just that's season six or seven. Seven, I think, okay. because I uh, we just finished the vampire episode, which was after oh, Late yeah. Night Gus, where they're dressed up as vampires. I rewatched <laughs> and, that uh, one Gus recently is too. Yes,
0: yeah, so funny, and that one's really nice. It's a nice arc too because um, Lasseter gets his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was
1: nice. I do not remember any of those episodes. I remember had clues, obviously. Yeah. No, no that sure.
0: that one isn't that one called this episode sucks?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> it's a very
0: no real vampires. It's a very funny episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't know about do, talking about? Josh wants to talk now. Should we let him or no? Sure, we should
1: let him. Oh, I'm glad you guys got to talk about psych. You're nicer than me. Yeah. No shocker there. So blackout poetry is where they they take text, they black out some of the words, and the words that are left will make a poem. Oh, and so the, what I liked about that book was the first time I looked at it, not new. Uh, it just talked about the art form of that. That sometimes you black out everything with some words, or sometimes you just circle the words that you want to be part of the poem, or you make a drawing that emphasizes certain words. Whatever it is, you're taking words out of already existing text. And making them your own message, whether it's connected to the page or not. So I I'm am not very giving, poetic. Today. I am giving you four pages to work with. You only have to create one, but I'm giving you four to pick which one. So I, I choose one page to work. I don't have to run through all four. No, pages. just one. But I wanted to give you four so you could see, like, oh, does this have words I want to work with? They um, don't have to. Can rhyme. you give? Can you give me like a theme? A theme? No, just do whatever you want. God, I <laughs> don't want that. <laughs> it could be funny. It could be serious. Some people they'll they'll look at the page and be like, what is this saying? And they kind of like pack that theme down into a sentence. But I mean, you're getting page one fifty six of Sad Cypress, I can't imagine that the theme's gonna carry across there. Alright. But you could you could, you know, just see what's funny from this, or you could be really you could find you could find a new talent from this, I think. <laughs> the thing is, if I found a new talent for this, I wouldn't want to read to to like do it. You don't have to read. No, but I'm saying in the future I feel like this is a new words. talent. And like you have to I have to find a page of something that I think has words that would express what I'm thinking. Which think is probably that, like, I'm hungry. You think that would be too hard? Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, we gave you an assortment of stuff. Uh, I, I would also recommend you have time to like look up stuff about writing blackout poetry can't do that. on your phone. <laughs> he just refuses. <laughs> then just do your own That's thing. That's a too it. fine point. And while he does that, we'll talk about Agatha Christie's Sad Cypress. Do I have something to lean this on? I don't what want happened to your through cover? Your it's fine. Uh, is this the one that you ripped it out of? No. That's a different book. Yep. Uh, you could put <laughs> it on the one scary. I ripped it out of. scary. He hates yeah. that one. I do hate that book. Uh, that's my copy of Sad Cypress that I just don't like the cover. Like, the new copy that I got from Wordplay is <laughs> a lot prettier. Like that. <laughs> Pops the whole time. People comment like, did you guys have popcorn at the end? <laughs> We've been cooking it the whole time. It's that one of those slow ones we have in a, a uh, crock-pop. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours. <laughs> I really
0: want to try that now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> crock-pop
0: popcorn. Croc pop. Pop.
1: Crock-pop. Crockpot. pop <laughs> Good. Ready <Crock-pop>. trademark? <laughs> so this is your first time reading uh, <laughs> uh, Yes. Yes, it is. Because it was my first time, too. I had seen the, the movie or the TV episode. Yes. Which I'm sure we'll discuss. The Poirot. Uh, This is the beginning uh, of the 1940s, her most prolific decade. Yes. She writes the most, and I also think that this is a uh, shift in um, her writing style. She also gets a lot more character-driven and psychological in this decade. Yeah, I was even just looking at the Poirot's that are coming up. Evil Under the Sun, Five Little Pigs, and uh, The Hollow. Are three that are known for being having that same formula.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of similarities between those,
1: and that's what she said she enjoyed writing the most, which is clear from like her her romance stuff, which was supposed to be all that. Because mm-hmm. this is also the first book, and she says it a lot through these next coming years that she said that she would have rather not have Poirot in it. Yes, she would rather have read have that. just focused on the characters, and she does that for quite a few that I think are similar more character driven. There's not a whole lot of clues or it's not a very complicated plot. Plot's very simple. And, uh, we could talk about whether or not we think that that would be an improvement. Um, yeah, I
0: thought it was interesting. Um, and I, I'm not sure where I read this, but I think it might've been in the book of essays. Um, that the reason, (laughs) the reason that she wrote so much during this period was because of World War II. That her husband, this is her second husband, I think he was serving in the military, mm-hmm. and, and she went back to nursing, and because of the blackouts um, and the blitz and everything, it said that, you know, she would go home and, like, well, it's dark, and we can't turn the lights on, there's not really much we can do, we can't go out, so I'm going to write a whole bunch of books. <laughs>
1: That's funny because uh, a lot of people would use the, that same experience to, to make it as an excuse of why they didn't write. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think that's a lot of uh, with lockdowns, like we thought, oh, this is the most time I've ever had with some people. I know it's busy and we come out of it not doing what we thought we did, even though we had more free time because I was like, oh, yeah, lockdowns when I'm going to write my big novel. And I did write a novel like in the last couple months, but yeah. had nothing to do with the year when I had the least amount to do. Yeah. And so it's cool that she she used that time for that. I, um... What a statistic I saw. Like, because Christy wrote a book a year, especially through this. Sometimes too, Um, all these years coming up, she wrote two. Which is crazy for a writer. There's very few writers mm-hmm. that do that. And also, um contributes to how she became such a sensation each year yeah this was the Christie of the year which is such a cool thing i can't remember who the author was there was another author that said they would write five or six books a year i know stephen king does that but an older writer who wrote romance oh, what was her name Mary something she wrote so many Married books no 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 oh, it right. was a, a less i'll have to look it up but like she wrote 200 books in her lifetime or something like that she would write wow. like four or five a year i can't imagine that the quality is that good but <laughs> thankfully with christy The quality is very consistent. Sometimes they
0: get very formulaic, which I know some people say that about Christy. I don't believe it. I think she has a
1: varied body of work. I mean, she does phone it in sometimes. Right, Um, but not like, okay, I've written the same novel 85 times. And even when she does, uh, because their major books like Evil Under the Sun, Death on the Nile, Murder at the Vicarage, she said were the same story, different setting. Which Those is are, true. But that all three of them are enjoyable on their own.
0: And they're the most popular ones, isn't that interesting?
1: Right. Huh. She knew what worked, I guess. I
0: think some people just, you know, enjoy the familiarity. Because yeah. she got a lot of heat for some of the really obscure things that she did. The and there, not yeah. Roger Ackwoard eat, eat Ackroyd. <laughs>
1: Right.
0: <laughs> no relation to Dan Ackloyd. I don't have a joke. Um I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, so like uh, Endless Night and uh, Death right. Comes as the End. Yeah. People were like, what were you doing? Which and I, I think is interesting.
1: Yeah, I have a it big issue with It shows her that.
0: capacity. I but have
1: an issue with people's issues about yes.
0: that. Yes. And people are like, oh, just stick to what you know. And then they're like, oh, well she writes the same thing. Make up your mind, people. I know. Somebody
1: said something <laughs> about Death Comes as the End in the essay book we're talking about next week. And I yes. was like, I hate you. Yep. You, you lost your merit as a writer.
0: Yeah, I wrote some very angry notes in the margins. Yay!
1: (laughs) Uh, This book, though, so I love a book. I talked about this with cards on the table. was the last one that was like this. I love a mystery with this simple of a hook. It's so simple. There's not that many characters. Do you want to say what the basic premise of it is? Usually we have Zach do the sum up, but he is working on his masterpiece. Correct. So far, I have some words crossed out, some words not crossed out. I can't wait to hear the whole thing at the end. It's gonna be a train wreck. <laughs> You're gonna say that sounded like it was going to mean something, but yet it means nothing. Sometimes nothing is really That's true. what all poetry is, isn't it? Very much. <laughs> Zach loves art, that doesn't mean anything. I love art. What's the what's the art you like, Josh? The bad guy? The bad guy. Abstract. <laughs> Ugh. Don't the bad guy. Started. <laughs> Just squares, people. <laughs> Channel the anger. (laughs) That's a specific artist, though. That's not all abstract. All abstract can be boiled down to just squares. Okay? (laughs) Sad boys making squares. Sad (laughs) squares. This was Mark Rothko and Barnett Newman. He saw at the museum Sad Boys Making Squares.
0: Okay. Thank you.
1: I mean, I'm saying the ones he was talking about specifically. I wasn't talking down to you. Oh, okay. I was saying these are the ones that he said... These are just sad boys making squares, and now that's all of abstract art. Damn, are these two sad boys making squares? It's true, because it they art. all are. It's sad boys who go. I'm gonna make this mean something. And you look at it and you go, it's orange. That's for sure. It's a, <laughs> it's a square. It's a square. It's orange square and red square. And then it, everyone's like, "You see, it means sadness." And I'm like, "I could have gathered that <laughs> just from because I'm looking sad at just it, look at and it. knowing <laughs> that guy." Spend so much of his time making this giant square. <laughs> I, I am actually
0: one hundred percent behind you on all of that. That's extremely accurate. It's the best
1: description of art I have ever heard. <laughs> you both have the same um, view towards art in like personality wise, because it's um, you know what I mean? like like the Myers Briggs, like how they view art. Like, oh yeah, cause like the, all okay. the what? What is the difference? I can't. I always get to mixed up. I'm INTP. Every INTJ. Uh, I yeah. yeah, yeah. Every INTP I know has the same view of of any art that's not just a picture of something. <laughs> and so it makes sense to that I would not expect you to be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, but the squares are about war. <laughs> but how can it be? I agreed with Zach about a lot of the stuff you in there.
0: it in. You had orange paint, and the best you could do was a square. You
1: could have <laughs> made a circle as well. But no, everything is squares. What a circle made you happy. At least it would have broken up the squares. <laughs> okay, it's a lot of squares in one room. Mm-hmm. I look around and I'm surrounded by squares. And, and not the way that I am when I go to one of Josh's parties. <laughs> good one. I know. I just want to say that one of the best jokes I could have written in one of this is there's a line that says, Peter uh, Lord said slowly, but I wanted to make somebody's name Lord slowly. But <laughs> oh, that's I can't figure out how to make it work. That's your like, alternate ending. Yeah, Lord Slowly. That's great. <laughs> that's my only, that's the whole poem.
0: That's what James May is going to be someday when he gets knighted. Lord
1: Slowly. <laughs> Lord
0: Slowly. <laughs> right now
1: he's Captain Slow. I feel like uh, James May would agree with me on modern, on uh, oh, modern. I'm sure he would. Yes. I bet James May is an INTP. Oh, he has to be. <laughs> James May, Adam Felber, Zach. <laughs> What's the guy in the trash can? Grouch. <laughs> the saying. guy in the trash can. I know a few. Uh, <laughs> the homeless Joey. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, you can go ahead and, and set up the plot. That was a big diversion. I, I forgot why we were here, but that's okay. I, I forgot what do. the book's about. <laughs> that's how I picked that diversion.
0: It's such a simple premise. If I can't remember this, it's going to be really embarrassing. I feel like I've gone into a Dunkin' Donuts to get coffee.
1: Wow! And I like I bared my soul, and you <laughs> threw it back at me. Why am I even trying to be a better person this school year? In in the Christie <laughs> twist, I was no that job that, is a ninth grade. Wait, <laughs> I, okay, I went back to ninth grade. Thanks for bringing that up. I didn't want the audience to figure that out. <laughs> I mean, they, I'm so stupid. They sent me back to ninth grade. I've been graduated for six years, and they sent me back to ninth grade.
0: Did you get a new backpack for this year? No, I have
1: to use the same one. Oh, no! Yeah, but Phineas and Ferb is timeless. I know, but Ferb died, so... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I think Buford's on it. Good thing. Yeah. So what's the book about? <clears throat> Good question. If I
0: remember correctly, there are three main characters, which is Eleanor, who is engaged to... Roddy, R O D D Y, Roderick. Roderick. You mean from Flushed
1: Away? In the r- mouse. Yeah, that's what I can. Roddy. Oh, this book would be so much better if it was him. <laughs> he is pretty much him, honestly.
0: He's kind of brainless. He's kind of He's a, a mouse. mouse.
1: Yeah, he is mousy. Maybe Sad Cypress but is the original Flushed Ospre- Away. <laughs> you know that movie's not even claymation. That's the that's the, my And then the,
0: the the woman the 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 girl mouse, what? She would be Eleanor? uh would she be I, Mary? She'd be Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: I don't think there's a parallel there. But the big exactly. frog's somebody. The frog's probably. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I do love myself a big frog. I know you do, man.
0: <laughs> so Eleanor and Roddy are engaged, and Eleanor has an aged aunt, aunt, uh, who is not long for this world. Mm. And they get an anonymous letter saying that someone is trying to get in good with her aunt and get her cut out of the will. So they go to visit and there's a young girl there named Mary who they had all played together as kids on this, like estate, Um, cause apparently all, all British people have an estate, a large stately home. And
1: these books would make it seem <laughs> that way, but I think she's usually writing about a very particular type of person. Yes, it's true. <clears throat> um, so,
0: in very, very quick succession, Roddy falls in love with Mary, and the aunt dies. Eleanor gets all of the money, and then shortly thereafter, Mary dies. Right.
1: And so, not a lot happens in this book, but that's like the first, what, maybe 150 pages of the book? Because a lot of it is very, how would you say, because it, it's a... It's, uh, Exploratory? Yeah, and you're in they're in they're in their heads without really it's not first person. Because it opens up with okay, here's Eleanor, she's I love that copy of the book, by on the way. Tra- I love your edition. It's really, oh really thanks. Cool
0: with even you. with the little corner ripped off like that? That <laughs>
1: it's even more endearing.
0: Um it opens up with Love no, your imperfections
1: every angle. Banana 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 Sorry, that was my best minions and personage. That was a red impersonation. So I tried to do Blackout Poetry. I need an outlet that's from this. I should have just given him the Minions script to make Blackout like Poetry book. Banana. <laughs> that's how they came up with that movie, must have been. Because it's like really copy-paste every other movie. You think my work is copy-paste? No, I think the Minions movie was. Oh. you Did you make the Minions movie? <laughs> <laughs> I can make... either I can either confirm nor deny. Don't let me forget to tell you a story later about someone who's making a movie. Okay. Oh no, not what I'm thinking of. It's the same. I'm just using codes. Oh okay. Yeah. So, but it goes all yeah. Centaur. <laughs> <we're, laughs> uh, we read about their thoughts a lot. Um, yeah, because Eleanor comes; she already has this natural distrust of Mary because of that anonymous letter and uh, so then when Roddy and Roddy is portrayed to just be he's hes a big dingus he's just a very stupid man and as soon as he meets Mary like oh she's hot and nice to him and they used to be friends he's immediately taken with her and when Eleanor kind of confronts him about, he's like yeah pretty much love her I'm torn because we're engaged yeah. he's like there's no reading around the bush and I don't feel like that's poor writing on Christy I think that's what happened to her I think my,
0: my uh, fan theory on this is that she was portraying her ex husband, the one who did cheat on her. Yeah, that's what I meant. Because he just there was a lot of hate for Roddy because we did this for book club as well, and yeah. everyone in book club was like, "Oh yeah, Roddy's a jerk," and like, you could tell that's no sympathy for him whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, and she, yeah, he was he was stupid, he was shallow, mm-hmm. and just
1: he With did between everything
0: poorly mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, I mean, I think people who listen to us know by now that we're going to talk about the ending in this one because it's not—it's not a big one. Yeah, Um, you can't. It would have been a huge twist if he had been the culprit at the end because he was just so dumb and nothing he did succeeded. Because even when he like breaks up with Eleanor, or she breaks up with him,
1: she kind actually, of actually she lets like, him go. Yeah, um, kind of very generously. Like you know, yeah. if this is the way you feel. And she kind of gives him the same thing that Agatha Christie that's reported as Agatha Christie has done to say, like, give it a year, like Mm -hmm. step out where I don't remember the time, like was a year, six months, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Step no, like, away from the whole situation and yeah. find how you really feel, because this might just be an infatuation. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know what, that's a good idea, but I'm probably going to go with Mary because she's pretty cute. Yeah, and he didn't last, like, what,
0: like a week or something? We back, said, he back, he's back. Because someone I saw her, he's back in the like village. He's, like, knocking on Mary's door, and she's like... <laughs> i am decided! He's like, she's like, go away.
1: <laughs> I wish he would have come back when she was dead. <laughs> that would have been pretty funny. Um, but, they so they do a really cool thing. Eleanor They Agatha Christie wrote this book uh, so she has this hate for Mary now and um, she gives Mary a little bit of the money because she feels like that's what her aunt would have done her aunt was uh, as she was near death she said I need to make a change to my will for Mary she said that in, in you know through groans I don't know how to describe it that's kind of what they deciphered she was trying to tell mm-hmm. them as she was uh, slipping away So even though Eleanor got the money, she kind of understands, yeah, my aunt wanted to give her a little bit of money. I could just keep it, but I'm going to give her some. And we're not always privy to Eleanor's thoughts, but we see all of her actions and can tell all these things. She's a very reserved character. Yeah. She holds everything in, but you can tell that everything hurts her. What Roddy does and everything Mary does um, strikes the wrong way because of this whole setup, because of that anonymous letter that I think really even ignoring the Roddy stuff, that letter just p- put them off right at the beginning. No matter what Mary did, because I want to talk about her character, we talked about that at Book Club. No yeah. matter what Mary did, Eleanor would have always um, not tr- she would have had a distress for her.
0: Yeah. And that I think was probably intentional as well because through the whole thing, you're really not sure how you feel about Mary. It mm-hmm. goes back and forth because um, excuse me, there's a lot of conversation between different people and everyone has a strong opinion about what type of person Mary was after she was dead. Mm-hmm. After she was dead, they shared their opinions, not the opinion of her. I, yeah, She was
1: real nice after she died.
0: <laughs> um, And you so you got people who were like, she was so manipulative. She was out for herself. I really hated her. She was so... She was such a weasel, you know. that. And then other people like, no, absolutely not. She was just a genuinely yeah. nice person who attracted needy people. Right. And so you're really conflicted with that until near the very end as to what type of person
1: she really was. And I think she writes that very, very well. Because we don't get to be in Mary's head. We get to see everything she does. So it could be easy to... Uh, I think the movie plays it where she is a little bit manipulative, but it's it's easy to see all these things she does and think like, oh yeah, she's taking advantage of this rich lady. Um, but later on, whenever Poirot invites you to kind of reconsider, you realize like, well, maybe that wasn't the case. Maybe she was a genuine person. She really It's really an interesting char- study of the character without us delving deep into the character herself. It's just sort of around the character i kind of like that you're from watching from a yeah, distance so that's a good
0: point because like you said we hear a lot of what's going on inside eleanor's head but not really yeah, with, mary. with mary yeah
1: so eleanor um has a little lunch and she goes to buy uh, what do they call it fish paste sandwich yeah. paste sandwich spread yeah. and she has this little conversation with the guy about how somebody had died from the pace because of some sort of poisoning that could tell come. Me. yeah. Yeah, and he's like, you know, that's not going to happen with my sandwiches. And you could kind of tell from her thoughts, she's thinking, oh, wouldn't it be nice if Mary was to eat this and die? hmm And so they have their little lunch. Um, nurse Hopkins is a nurse that worked at, is joining them. She makes tea. Uh, they all share the sandwiches and the tea. Mary does die. Yes. And Eleanor, the book starts from... Eleanor being in court, she is being tried for these crimes. And from her head, she hasn't fought anyone. She hasn't said, I didn't do it. She, there's no part where she's like demanding, like, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. It's just sort of like, I deserve this. Acceptance. She accepts it. And, you know, whether or not, I'll say, I don't know if the book would have, but the movie tricked me into thinking when I first watched it, it was one of the earliest ones I watched. I thought, oh, she actually did do it. This is just kind of a different um, Christie story. Uh, I thought that reading that well.
0: Yeah, I thought that reading the book even though I had seen the the TV version. Yeah. Um reading the book trying not to think about
1: that. Yeah. I that's the first thing I would have thought is like, "Oh, she really did." Because she does because in her brain she just it really, does, well, she thinks she has done it practically. Right. Even and that's kind of left up to your question, which I also like that this book is very open ended. Uh you're not sure if she if she believes that she murdered mary or if she thinks since i wanted to murder mary and gave her this food that could have killed her i just as well have killed her and i deserve this punishment
0: yeah because you have to think if you had been thinking about that all day she went and bought the paste she made the sandwiches it she there was one i think i turned the corner down because it was really yeah um she handed her a sandwich and said Eleanor stood watching her for a moment as the girl's even white teeth bit into the sandwich. She held her breath for a minute and then expelled it in a little sigh. Like So she, right. in her mind, carried through this fantasy. And can you imagine if like, that's, that's what was going on in your head and then an hour later the person it was happened. dead? You right. would feel horribly guilty even though you kept telling yourself, no, I didn't do it, I just thought about it. I
1: love that. <laughs> I think she does it so well this, this this scene of all of and I feel like this is a, not a popular opinion but this scene them eating the sandwiches the setup the scene and all of the questions around it and the characters is one of the most distinct Christie connections for me like I constantly think about that with her because I think she writes so well she makes complicated things look simple simple things look complicated Yes, and I think this is one of the um best executions of that. I have a huge problem with this book. But I think that middle section there and everything that that leads you there mm-hmm. is so well-written and so yeah. simply. She doesn't overdo a single thing. And in that moment, there's so much going on in the little thing. They just have a normal conversation. There's mm-hmm. no, like, you're a money-stealing, you're a man-stealing, tramp. Yeah. They're not because yeah,
0: There's a lot of tension there because you think that Eleanor's going to finally say something, because she keeps everything locked in so right. tightly. You think, all right, she's going to explode. She's going to blow up, and and like we'd all feel better if that happened. Mm-hmm. But then the moment passes, and she's just exhausted, and it doesn't happen, and then Mary's dead, and you're like, whoa, whoa, wait, what happened? I love
1: that. I love it. <laughs> it's that, that in itself is what almost saves. I flip-flop on this. I've been flip-flopping since I read it on how I want to rate it at the end because of the mistake it makes. Later in the book, and I'm not sure we'll go through the, all of the ending because we haven't really set any of that stuff up because well, the plot um, is so simple. Because the, yeah. the problem I have with the ending has nothing to do with the actual solution. Just no, no, no. It was the execution in the right. book, and I think
0: I don't, I don't know because you you really do sabotage yourself when you don't do these things in order. <laughs> like exactly. wa- Like reading this first and then watching the movie. Because
1: I, I hate myself. Because
0: but... the um, because the sushi is so nicely done and it tightens yeah. up all those things at the ending is just kind of like well we'll just see where this goes where this takes us right um and the acting was very good in that one the woman who plays the actress who plays the culprit at the end is very good uh the, the it was a little cheesy like the showdown at the end in the in the movie was a tiny bit cheesy i thought oh yeah, it's... it's Although uh, that
1: actually does happen in
0: another... That happens in Black Coffee.
1: But I, I like it better than... I think it's a, an improvement of what the book did. Mm-hmm. And I think they sort of knew that that actor had a lot more to show than the, the part delivers. Because, yeah. you know, whenever you are the murderer, you don't really get to act much until the end. Because mm-hmm. they're not a, usually that flamoyant of a character. So I think they were like, let's give her something handy to do. And she does. What, I think she does a good job yeah. Yeah. With at the end. Well, we spoiled that's a woman, but most of the cast is one. woman. Um, uh, yeah, and
0: the narrow field of characters, there's not a lot that you can choose from, and you can't go through, like with some of her casts, and be like, well, this person's out, and this person's out. Okay, now mm-hmm. we can focus on these six people. Well, okay, it could be any of them, but it's probably these three. Like right. You've got bare bones characters. Yeah. You've got the two nurses, and you've got Roddy, you've got Eleanor, who could have done it. But you don't. You don't know. The doctor
1: um, and the doctor. That that's, that's it. basically it. Which is the same as my all of my favorites. Cards on the table. Five little pigs. Mm-hmm. I love having that super tiny cast. You're not going to forget any of the characters exist. Mm-hmm. And at no point is anyone ruled out. Given, an, I mean, it's sort of an impossible crime. They can't figure out how anyone yeah. could have done it because they all shared the same food. So how could the Which poison have gotten was Pretty clever. And she has a very clever solution to that. Um, but. Uh, there's no point in the book, right? Like, there's no one you excuse. You have equal suspicion for everybody. There's mm-hmm. no one that at the end you would think, like, oh, that person I completely ruled out. Which is yeah. what I think she does that the best. I love the big cast books, too. But this this one, uh, it's so bare bones, the mechanics of a mystery. That mm-hmm. she truly understood. And that she merges that so beautifully with her understanding of human character. Mm-hmm. It's like how she, uh, people, you know say, oh, she was a great plotting genius, but not that good at prose. But this, I think, the books like these are the ones that uh, meld those perfectly and mm-hmm. prove just how good of a writer she was, full circle. And we'll talk about that a little <laughs> next week whenever we have... Oh, yeah,
0: lots of things to say about that. The
1: essays. Um, so,
0: but, yeah, it was, this one
1: would be kind of hard to rate, I think, because the ending does kind of fall off. So, yeah, like you said, uh, the ending is... Uh, it's not like the tradition in the movie. It's not a traditional where Poirot does the summit. Well, he kind of does. He separates the characters into different rooms. He goes back and forth to them. In in the, in the movie, version, yeah. And he gives a little piece of information. That's well done, and it's very it's more Christy than what Christie actually did. And I I've been trying to rack my brain to figure out why would Christie do it this way. So at the end of this book, and Poirot is introduced very late. I can understand why she said Poirot shouldn't have been in it. And I think this ending would have been a little better if Poirot hadn't been in it. Because at the ending, while they're in the court case, the defense starts introducing these new ideas to try to excuse her. And we as the reader don't know whether or not to trust these because they're not delivered from Poirot. Yeah. We just know <laughs> when it's a Poirot book, he delivers the clues, the evidence, because yeah. there haven't been really any clues to speak of. And then the alternate solution is delivered through the defense's closing remarks. Eleanor is, gets, you know, she, she, they find her not guilty. And so you think Poirot's gonna swoop in and say, this is what really happened, but actually the solution that the defense uh, puts up is the actual solution. Nothing wrong with that, but that's just completely against what you expect of a Poirot book, which right. I and know... And like
0: you said, you kind of are just like, no, I only trust Poirot. Like, yeah. did he whisper that in
1: your ear and tell you to say that? And that's... you kind of feel gypped. It's like, I, yeah. I want to be surprised by Christy, but the way that she... she um, Frames it. You, I think you will always, even though I love the solution, I think it's really good. Yeah, you me too. Will always feel disappointed by the way it was delivered, and she never makes this right. mistake again. She was going to do this in mysterious spirit styles, and they told her not to. Mm-hmm. It's geared a little differently, but I I have such fondness for this book, and then when I get to that very last chunk, I'm like, oh man, you. Yeah, I was I was shocked. She by never it too. she never. Uh, <laughs>
0: so here's a here's a question. She never does that.
1: If Poirot had
0: not been in it. Would the ending still have been as dissatisfying? Not as dissatisfying, but still dissatisfying. But not satisfying. No, because what happens is they're like they point the suspicion squarely at this other person, and the evidence is a little flimsy. But they're like, and then the judge is like, "Oh, well, well, who? Where is this other person?" And they're like, "Oh, she left a long time ago. Like, there's no tension or suspense or anything. You're building up to not there. Oh, the reveal, and then it's just like, oh no." she she left like three days ago, we're never gonna catch her. <laughs> it's like, right. oh! Well, that's kind of... Or at least, you know, follow up with uh, a, like, oh, you know, her her train derailed
1: or something, and you yeah. know, we don't know if she lived, but uh, I don't know. And I'm sure that the, the idea was that they were gonna go get her, but uh, it's, it's just strange. I think if Poirot hadn't been in it, the books without Poirot sometimes have a less conventional way of wrapping up the loose threads, like We haven't got into them yet, but a lot of the Miss Marple books don't end, traditionally, it ends with them having an idea of how to catch the murderer, and they catch the murderer in the act, and then Miss Marple explains everything. But that's still, you still have the surprise of who are they going to catch, you know? This one, it kind of takes the the punch out of it. Yeah. And it's a big whiff. It's a big whiff. And, like, she misses the ball a lot. (laughs) That's what I (laughs) meant by whiff. And, uh... It's such a good book, and it's a weird mistake for her to make in mm-hmm. 1940 on her 35th novel. <laughs> I'm looking at my cheat sheet. I'm not a complete psychopath. It just, <laughs> I closed it, and I'm like, I love this book, but what were you thinking? that with It's a big mistake for her to make with how much she's matured as a writer. Like, mm-hmm. first couple books, I could see that happening. But this book, how much maturity she had in the way it was laid out.
0: I think that's one of the things that I put in my notes for Book Club, which I don't have in front of me right now, was that it felt like an earlier work, or like a a um, a writer that wasn't seasoned. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that.
1: Just just for that, based part. on her, based on her work. Right. I mean, because she just wrote. I mean, maybe she was focusing too much, but she just wrote on, and then there were none the year prior. Think about how well that. And you you would think that she would look at this and be like, "Well, maybe that takes the punch out of the twist too much," because you know she's not. She understood the twist. She understood the value of the yeah. twist. She's done already. uh, several of her huge groundbreaking twists so it's Mm -hmm. not like it's not a mistake that well and maybe she thought like she was being more conventional
0: and that because the website said this was supposed to be a quote unquote courtroom drama which and it really wasn't. And, and I the think, best part of the book is outside the courtroom. The right. worst part of the book is inside the courtroom. And and, and not to say, oh, well, she should, just shouldn't have written courtroom drama, because it's like, oh, witness for the prosecution? Hello. Oh, right. So just maybe it was, like, she didn't pick a lane. She had, like, oh,
1: let's have Poirot in it. and She didn't really want to, but she did it anyway. Yeah. And so, yeah. I have never read, I've always said this, that I think courtroom in writing I've never really read a courtroom scene or a court- courtroom-centered book that I thought really held me. Usually it's in play form or movie form because you get to watch and you feel like you're on the jury. Mm-hmm. Like Witness for the Prosecution, because that was written for the stage, and then yeah. it has an amazing movie. Or Twelve Angry Men. Uh, well, they're, they're in the jury room. They're not in the courtroom. But th- I don't think it works as much on page. And most of the time, her... Courtroom scenes, I think, are like the drum solos of a song. They're like the most boring part. (laughs) And it's like, where's this going? It's going really long.
0: The drummer just needs something to do.
1: Well, you're not the drummer, Christy. (laughs) I have to say, bass solos are way more boring than drum solos. Yeah. Let's just be honest here. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Nobody likes a bass solo, not even the bassist. I would a good triangle solo. Ding, 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 ding. So let's get to Zach's poem in one second. We just need to rate this book. It's really hard for me. I'd like to hear your ideas. Maybe you can help me. Mm -hmm. I like to look at what we had in the rankings of Borrow, Do we think it's better than, worse than? You know? So
0: instinctively, I would say like a three. Um,
1: Because I I love the middle so much, I think I'd have to give it, because I rated it four on Goodreads, but that's because I don't know how to express how I'm feeling. (laughs) <laughs> it's between three and a half and four for me because okay. I that middle section is four, and that last section dunks it down. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's better than her. part was Christmas three act tragedy. Appointment with death, not as good as Orient Express, Cards on the Table, ABC Murders. I feel like it's in the it's like higher than the middle, but not that high. It's I would agree that it's better
0: than. Um, Hercule Poirot's Christmas Okay, so I think that Personally, I think three-act tragedy is is stronger
1: You know, we gave Hercule Poirot's Christmas four stars, though Really? We did Wow, that's so weird We did Um, (laughs) Because if we rated it 3.5 The ones that we have 3.5 now Are Appointment with Death, Murder, and Mesopotamia Apparel and In-House And I think it's better than all three of those Um, Um, I like Hercule Poirot's Christmas better than this book Now that I think about it It's more solid all the way through It's more consistent I love what happens in the middle of this book, but it's not consistent. And that is the key to writing in the book. So. Pacing it up. It goes under Hercule
0: Poirot's Christmas?
1: Definitely. Okay. But higher than Appointment with Death. So that would put it uh, below three-act tragedy.
0: Yeah, just because Appointment with Death was uh, heavy-handed. And it also had a with, bummer ending, With
1: too. the uh, armchair psychology. So yeah. I will say, I think that's a perfect <coughs> place. I think we really worked that one out. So that was going to make it number 11 in the total that we have now, which puts it below three-act tragedy, above appointment with death. And for the Poirot ranking, oh, that's all messed up, (laughs) Uh, but it would be number 8- here I've got, sometimes whenever they have the same rating, they get a little mixed up on the list. Yeah. But on the Poirot list there, under, it's under Orient Express, Three Act Tragedy, Hercule Poirot's Christmas. It's above Mesopotamia, Peril, and House, and Appointment with Death, which I I do agree with on paper. I just have <laughs> Three Act Tragedy and Harku Poirot's Christmas mixed up because they have the same rating.
0: I really, really love the title, by the way. Oh, yeah. And, and like what it, the title came from, which is just this like obscure Shakespeare. Shakespeare quote,
1: it's one of my favorite of her styles, if not my favorite. Yeah. It's, it's, a good one. it's that one or Man in the Brown Suit. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mysterious Classic. Ferret Style. <laughs> Mysterious Ferret Style. All right. Well, that's a, uh, that's a good book. Next week, we're not going to be reading a book uh, by Christie. We're going to be reading a book of essays about Christie, Agatha Christie, First Lady of Crime. Uh, but now we are going to turn it over to legendary blackout <laughs> poetry artist, Zachary Taylor. Now, do you, where do you take your inspirations from? Was, do you, like, abstract with, like, squares, rectangles? <laughs> um, I think I've, I've successfully uh, combined a bit of, uh, you know, this is definitely blackout poetry, but a little bit of slam poetry in there as well. Oh! nice so i i have there there's a storyline running through this that That's i have good. i have written down that if you want to try to guess <laughs> you have a key <laughs> <laughs> i wrote it down that way because i, I kind of figured it out after i wrote it but it I makes perfect i think they call sense.
0: that back of the napkin poetry <laughs> did
1: you write it on the napkin uh so like prove to us you didn't change it or for you to remember for it. me to remember got it because i would have changed it i'm I, super I excited <clears throat> i didn't give this a name its nameless. And I'm going to have to take a picture of this for, for everyone to see. Probably. Okay. Um, Against her character, you mean? A hint of scandal. A doubt of her honesty. A malicious rumor concerning her. Anything damaging. That line. A harmless young woman who can't defend herself. I don't believe you can do it. You must not think that I would stir the mud where there is no mud. It is not like that. Not adept at hiding her feelings. Mary. <laughs> uh, it's hard to find where I am. This was that eye roll that you did. Mary. He, he Mary. Has a performance aspect of that last line. <laughs> I will find out. Crime was committed. Clearly. My friend is wrong. Some third person would realize that too. He might not see, but peter i'm sorry
0: <laughs> wow
1: it's a punch in the gut ending. bravo i give that a 4.5 oh yeah and there's a lot of attitude in the telling that i feel like is is the key to understanding the story and i
0: just you don't know how you feel like like it's all over the place that was
1: like sad boy does lines <laughs> <laughs> well
0: it was you know you're Kind of right, it had some viciousness in it, some bitterness, so but
1: someone hope at the end. Are there rumors towards a woman, some accusations of crime? Is that what you think the
0: story is? I don't know, Peter. I'm sorry,
1: Peter. I'm sorry is probably gonna be on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, you know, those cards that you open and you could like speak the words into it. You're gonna have that, it's gonna be a button that's gonna be me saying, Peter. I'm sorry. At my funeral. <laughs> yeah. so it's a good voice box card. Right. No, it's <laughs> on your tombstone. It's a button that you push. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> Squirrels are always playing with it. Peter. 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 <laughs> Peter. 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 Peter.
0: <laughs> that, was, that was magical.
1: So do you want to know what it, what Yeah, my storyline was? Decipher it. Okay. So it's a girl who's talking and here's the thing. She made a mistake, and she ended up cheating on Peter. Oh. Right. Uh, Peter found out and broke up with her and started dating Mary, her best friend. That's rough. Nah, cool. So Mary... Sorry, so the girl uh, narrating this started spreading rumors about Mary and mm-hmm. trying to dig up some dirt on her to, like, get her and Peter to break up. And she just... She wants Peter back. That's Peter, I'm sorry. Yeah. Peter I'm sorry Peter I'm sorry That's that is a work of art the best closing line of all literature Yep Peter I'm sorry <laughs> well, Great work, Zach See I'm going to have to Thank give you assignments you. more often You have hidden talents You don't know Next time you have to make a claymation film <laughs> <laughs> In an hour So do you have a game for us? Uh
0: I think I did Yes I did it was, it was my turn wasn't
1: it? it uh, definitely your turn
0: Okay uh, can, can you talk about other things? Can you talk about
1: yourselves? What should we talk about, Zach? Yeah, we can talk. We have topics. Um, <laughs> check out our new podcast. Oh, it's not out yet because oh, uh, it I'm... takes a while for Spotify to approve podcasts. But coming out soon on the road with Josh and Zach. Uh, we literally are on the road in this podcast. We drive. Down the streets, So you get to experience us, like, getting drive through talking about what we just ate. And uh, the idea of the podcast, if you guys like it and if it's successful, we'll move on to new topics. But we will do, like, mini-series where we discuss bodies of works of, of artists, bands. Uh, right now, we, as you know, we've introduced on the podcast, we're discussing uh, the The words Beatles. The Beatles. Woo, Beatles. Beatles. Oh, oh, the Oh, my. The Beatles. George. George. So, George. Austin Powers. <laughs> Oh hey. Yeah. That was Dr. E. He's in that. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I've never seen them, but... Hmm. Have you? Uh, only just recently. Oh. Were they good? No. They have some very funny <laughs> moments in it, but overall, I would say they're not very good. Is it I've seen better James, James Bond. It's a spoof of James Bond. Well, I knew, but I didn't know if that was like... Like a uh, uh, like, I want a sketch show or something. Oh, like, like SNL. Yeah. I think I think it kind of has that spirit because it's Mike Myers whenever he was on SNL. Okay, and uh, that's what I, I thought because it was Mike Myers that maybe it was an SNL. I don't thing. think it directly was one, but that it kind of has that spirit. So a lot of it it has these like really funny parts, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll show you the clip that made me laugh the hardest. But a lot of the times I'm watching it, I'm like, what? Why would you choose to do this? Yeah, I, every once in a while someone will be like, you know, like on Austin Powers, and I'll be like, I haven't seen Austin Powers. They're like, what? That what? was insert person in my life's uh, reason for living at some point. That's unreasonable? <laughs> but I was I was in a group of people and somebody made an Austin Powers reference and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And everybody like it almost was a mob. Like I was almost ripped <laughs> apart. So I was like, "Okay, I have to at least." And I no! got no, no,
0: she's <laughs> no, nice! hey, well, it's not as bad as you think. Okay, let me explain myself. Since the she time- was brought
1: Ublack to the table. <laughs>
0: Since this book is called Sad Cypress, I thought I would uh, Make a do a game that made you sad. Exactly.
1: Bartholomew, get <laughs> out. The Oobluck is here. Peter, I'm sorry. Peter, I'm
0: sorry. Um, so it's <laughs> not it's not necessarily a game. It's more like an international soda taste test. So it's not bad.
1: You know I have kidney stones, right? <laughs> Sometimes the words <laughs> so you say so I is can't soap. drink these. You, it's just a soap. Zach has to uh, set this one out.
0: And if you want to, you can try to guess what it is. You can try to guess the flavor.
1: Are they gross? No, they're not gross. Are they're they normal. Caff- are they caffeinated? Uh, I don't think so. Well, I can't take that risk. <laughs> Zach, don't tell her what I have with lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll drink them all. He had. That would be a really dumb game. You drink them all. I'm like, okay, okay next time.
0: <laughs> there. Just a sip. You don't have to drink all of it. It's
1: are like... we only drinking one soda? <laughs> no. just There's there's uh, four. Oh, you're going to go get... Yes. M- every time. And what are we yes. supposed to do? T- tell you what it is yeah tell me what you think it is oh it smells oh distinct. oh that is i bet i know what this is
0: and i haven't tried these either so this these are all like freshly open bottles what is that i know what that is
1: is this um i'm gonna guess this for every single one because <laughs> it's the only <laughs> it is not what i was expecting the only soda that i've ever tried these aren't from spiked, somewhere else no um this smells like inca cola that i've had okay. before is that what this is? No. Is okay. it Monsters Egg But Cola? It, might,
0: <laughs> it might be a, the same thing,
1: just not with a brand name. Okay. That was a mm. Peruvian soda. Yeah, that's what it is like. Yeah. It's a Peruvian soda that our okay. our friend, mm-hmm. um, I tried one time, they took me to a, a Peruvian chicken place. Yeah. And I tried it, and I, I kind of like the soda. Uh-huh. I See, liked, I told you it I wasn't going to be bad. I was was to guess the flavor? Yeah, but you said that about shrimp crackers. And I'm still scared. I, I still know. wake up in a cold sweat going, shrimp crackers! <laughs> <laughs> Are we supposed to guess the flavor? You can, if you want to. I mean, they they're just like no is it, it, Does it come with a flavor on it? Yes. Because to me, this kind of tastes like bubblegum. I was thinking vanilla. It is very
0: bubblegum That was oh. what I got Because this well. kind of also
1: tastes like... Um, now there's an energy drink called Balls. Yes. I'm not saying it tastes like balls. <laughs> good save. Good save.
0: B-A-W-L-S. Yeah. It tastes a lot like that.
1: Yeah, it does. It was yeah. good that you thought of that. That was like the whole episode of the... The Beatles thing where we kept trying to say that we like or do not like the song boys.
0: <laughs> well, I oh like god. boys I don't
1: like boys. I love boys. <laughs> Check it out. Spotify soon. Let's... Yeah yeah, boys. Let me look yeah, yeah, let me... this up. You don't know? No no
0: no. I wanna look up what Inca Cola is and tell you if you're right. It, it doesn't you know,
1: it doesn't make for great audio when we like the thing she brings us.
0: It's like
1: Oh my god! <laughs> He just threw up uh, yes. it was so his
0: hand. <laughs> I'm going to say that it's it's pretty much the same thing sweet fruity flavor Oh, um, oh main ingredient lemon verbena that's really interesting You're so smart about that uh, Americans compare its flavor to bubble soda why a- soda. A- soda.
1: A- a- I have kidneys <laughs> the way you going to tell them what, when you're on dialysis What
0: it is also called is champagne soda or champagne cola
1: Does champagne taste like this No No champagne tastes like beach water And <laughs> I don't mean the ocean <laughs> it's Just water that sits on the beach I don't, <laughs> I don't know what, what that's like supposed Shippen? to be. No, I've
0: never had it. Well, I think I... I hate it. Um, I don't know. I don't know I, that I've ever had Shippen it. Champagne is
1: for big people that hate themselves. I was <laughs> going to try it one time at Joshua's wedding, actually, mm. but I was... Uh, using the camera to record something for him while they poured the champagne, and I watched it go by. I'm like, well, I um. guess I'm never going to try that. Because I'm not fancy enough to ever buy champagne. You could have. <laughs> it's too much for what You could have just come up to me and say, can I try that? Because I had one sip, and I was like, I can't. You were do this. at the table with your uh, new wife eating dinner. You would have felt like wrong to walk up and ask me for a drink. Yeah, if I want this say, Can I try your <laughs> champagne? While you're sitting there at <laughs> that, that like the table with you and your wife you just got married I to. I would have- um, Oh, it. he's gonna
0: finish it. I would have wow.
1: loved that as a story though. You come up like you're seven years old. Do you have any games on your phone? <laughs> Can I play on your phone? <laughs>
0: see, I told you.
1: Now Zach and Charlotte are both gone, I'm gonna have to do my stand up routine. Woo! What's the deal with Inca Cola? It tastes like gum! <laughs> Where are the monsters, Inca? Uh, 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 uh. Randall can be invisible! Who's the spider guy? The reason Randall squints is because he used to wear glasses! Is that explained in Monsters University? Yeah, it was a pretty weird <laughs> setup.
0: It's a horrible horrible Seinfeld impression.
1: You've been really so mean. so sorry. You have been really mean today. Is that kind no, of you don't.
0: Been? You just use that as an excuse for you don't have to be nice to me. You're <laughs> like, oh my gosh, have you seen how Charlotte was to to when I decided to be nice <laughs> to her? Well, I guess I'll just stop then.
1: You are always playing the victim.
0: I always What's have the What's the victim?
1: deal <laughs> with playing the victim? That,
0: that was a it. little better. That was a little bit too Edward.
1: What's the deal <laughs> with being the mad Hatter? <laughs> Sometimes you're cool. Other times you're awful cool. I get so many checks.
0: Now see, that's perfect. I would never that. That's pretty close to that.
1: Seinfeld. He's a close talker. He talks close.
0: Only when he says things like, I don't, I don't want to be a pirate. I don't want to be a pirate. I don't want to get kibosh.
1: I don't want to get kibosh. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> this tastes like the Woo! the, the um, uh, potion that turned who's going to a llama. <laughs> How could you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Just what I always imagined. This is exactly like Wait, that. Wait, what was the flavor of that last one? Champagne.
0: That's what it's called. Champagne oh, cola. I or thought the golden all, I thought cola.
1: all of them were. What? It wasn't clear <laughs> to I, me. <laughs> it was I'm... B. I feel I'm the only one <laughs> Mr. the feel <laughs> So That's my impersonation of me playing uh, Dance Dance Revolution After <laughs> I'm drinking up, so. an entire picture of Kool-Aid
0: <laughs> This know. reminds me of something I've had before I, know, I can't right? it.
1: Is it That's what it? I'm thinking Did it make you turn into anything hairy? <laughs> or furry? <laughs> Wrong lover <laughs> I don't like this one as much
0: I like it better it's less bubblegummy.
1: Llama lover. <laughs> llama lover, llama lover, you love llamas. Chief, a llama lover!
0: I love llamas. Who doesn't love llamas?
1: Okay, I like llamas too. <laughs> I don't love llamas because s- i They spit am on not stupid people
0: on YouTube. I love it.
1: Llamas would spit on you if given the chance. Like this. Like ding.
0: They'll, they'll spit on anyone unless they accept you as one of their own.
1: They're not going to accept you. Which they will you because I come that. dressed... With a giant llama head on, the llama face is above my face, and my face is cut out. I'd love to see you get gored by a llama because of that. Like gored? They don't have horns. No, but that one has a sword. He's got my back. See, this is what you do. He's also wearing a medieval knight's helmet.
0: I feel like, did I give you guys, like, something that was highly caffeinated or highly
1: alcoholic and I don't know it? I do feel buzzed. I did not get <laughs> carded when I bought this. It's not, this one's not good. The more I sip, the more I want to die. I don't dislike it, but I also hate myself, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for admitting that. It does
0: that. make you feel things, like you said. It's it's kind of like an abstract art.
1: Well, no, my kidneys are just going to start hurting in about an hour. I, I just feel I like I'm at you, Uncle Ben's funeral.
0: Like, I give you a <laughs> tablespoon.
1: Zack's like not no, no. a giant
0: thing of water that will dissolve your kidneys. You don't understand. It's not. He doesn't that. want
1: water. <laughs> it's whenever I drink any soda or something really sugary or caffeinated, I don't develop a kidney stone right then and there. But I can feel it passing through my kidneys, mm-hmm. and it burns. That's not a good and thing. And I still sometimes drink it. And you're what twenty two? I can't release that information. I could have my <laughs> identity stolen. <laughs> What's your name and where do you live? <laughs> Zachary Isaac Taylor, social security Tay number lot. is
0: <laughs> Taylot,
1: remember? <laughs> only when he's a soldier.
0: Okay, you got any guesses? Uh,
1: I'll still say the potion for members of the group.
0: Okay. Solid. <laughs> Zach.
1: I have no for you people at home she did a head twitch Idea. like it was not swallowed. Swallowed. I got swallowed. Swallowed. <laughs> By an alligator. I can't I can't. No, I can't. know.
0: <laughs> but it wasn't bad, right? No. Like I haven't done anything nasty. It wasn't
1: bad what She's gearing us up because at the end she's gonna give us like pork flavored soda. No, it's just gonna what? be oil. <laughs> Don't it's, oil. A, it's gonna be a cup of vegetable and oil. is it. It's mm. a little mm. fine toothpaste. <laughs> that wouldn't be too. Bad. That'd be pretty minty at least. Yeah. Why do you hate all good things? It's watermelon. Oh, is this, this is mountain. Very subtle.
0: No, nope, this is uh right. there's a
1: watermelon Mountain Dew that I don't like. If you gave us Mountain Dew. It. It's not good. It's like this, but if you infused it with uh gamer boys. <laughs> okay. If she was to give you Mountain Dew, you would have a kidney failure and my brain would explode. That's true. In <laughs> the next the episode the next episode <laughs> would be yeah. going oh. And me going, how many how many Remember that llama song on YouTube? Here's a llama, there's a yeah. llama. An yeah. that, and that is based off of the. What's the music? The I'm a Modern Major of a Modern Major General. We yeah. didn't know I'm that. I'm the model of a Modern Major General. And we didn't know that for the longest time. We? Yeah. All of us? Me and you. Knew. We didn't know that? No. No, I didn't know it back then. Yeah. No, yeah. Until we until we watched Pirates until of Pirates of Benzance. Of Benzance. And we're like, why are they doing a llama song? You know, recently. <laughs> Uh, me and my wife uh, reminisced about going to see Pirates of Penzance because I had to ask my dad for the money that I had, but that he held on to so I wouldn't blow it um, <laughs> for money to go to this, but my dad is not one to uh, Embrace the recognize arts? a play so I, I couldn't what go up there to do them do and just... ask him, can I have you know the $30 the ticket costs to go to a play with Josh? Because I, you know He would have put me into a full Nelson and made you watch watch What About Bob. Right. (laughs) So I had to go to him and say, can I have $30 for the ticket to go watch this pirate show? Nice save. Thank you. Imagine if he had come because he thought it was something really cool. And they're like, (laughs) And they're like, You were born on (laughs) leap year day. And he's like, no. That's the greatest sum up of the Pirates of Penzance. This also smells bubblegum. This one is bubblegum. It's bubblegum or it's bubble bath. This <laughs> <laughs> is extract of bubble bath.
0: Oh god! not much in this
1: one? It's like thicker than the you know, like, other. Now he's gargling it so he won't know. I love that. Like your
0: big secret to get money out of your dad was that you were doing, going to a play. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love that so much. It so, wasn't. It wasn't even like it was his money. It was right. my money. But yeah, I would just I would just it's spend just, all it was like taking it was like taking out a loan from the bank and you have to tell them what you're gonna do with it right and I was What's like collateral I'm, I'm gonna, gonna build a pirate ship <laughs> right. and I had to go there like it's a building loan and they're like all right and then I go home and build the ultimate treehouse <laughs> but there's no way they would have approved that not from you. not with your reputation Ugh. this one is bubble though
0: oh that was just you know that bottle bad. of
1: bubble bath that had like the the purple bubble guy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that <laughs> Oh, like, this kind of does taste soapy. It's not as bad as she's it's reacting. It's filthy. Hmm. Yeah, it, but I put all sorts of nonsense. It does. I have
0: um, like you do get like a film, yeah, a soapy for, film on your tongue. Yeah,
1: for lunch, beans, I get sponges. <laughs> so this is actually pairing quite nicely. It's He's like, trying to clean like out his kidneys. Find one. <laughs>
0: he ate a sponge. He's drinking some soap.
1: Yeah, but it was a dry sponge. <laughs> oh. It was like those dish scrapers. (laughs) It was like off the truck. (laughs) (laughs) I accidentally ate steel wool. Uh, Okay, you guys want to take a guess? It's just like spicy food. Uh, Bubblegum. This is diet something, because I feel like this has aspartame. Diet bubblegum. It
0: does, actually, and I didn't realize that. It doesn't say, uh, but good catch, when I was looking, it's caffeine-free. I'm allergic to aspartame. Oh, stop. Um, I was looking about the caffeine for, you know... Sensitive boy over here. i uh, I had
1: a soda with that was caffeinated for lunch, but that was the boy. first time in a long time. I haven't drawn any squares today. Sad
0: boy squares. Ah. What's your guess?
1: <laughs> Nail polish.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll go behind that. Um, it's banana.
1: Oh. Banana! Banana! <laughs> banana often tastes like bubble gum. The it's official soda. Goes. Yeah, you're right. That, that tastes exactly like uh, banana taffy. All right. Now una mas. think about it. Last Don't one. you think?
0: So far, yes. Zach has one point, and you have none.
1: Well, I surrendered mine to charity. <laughs> Shut up. Charity? I sent mine to the ASPCA. <laughs> what do we talk about while she's gone? Um... Uh, Finding new shorts lately? I haven't. No, Have you? No. <laughs> no. I thought that's why you were bringing it up. <laughs> nope. You know there's a new West Side Story coming out? I don't care. Neither do I. I didn't like the original. What is that? Oh, is that the Sharks and the Jets? I think. And they snap at each other? They snap. Yeah. And it's Steven Spielberg. What? Mm-hmm. So Indiana Jones might be in it. <laughs> yeah, he's also snapping. He's open. Shia LaBeouf yeah, I didn't it. care for the original. I had to watch it on a date, and I didn't watch it.
0: You guys still have
1: your napkins because I spilled some. Yeah! Slab. It right. doesn't smell like anything. No, it's water with bubbles in it. She gave us bubble water. You know, you should have let us cleanse our palates in between. That's true. I, Mouthwash? I have always been a firm, anti-sparkling water guy. Like LaCroix, oh, or yeah. Bubbly, or whatever it is. And I just, I drink it and I think it's trash water. It is. Yeah. It's just, It's you pick up some trash, and you let it leak into a cup, and yeah. you drink it, and you're like, this is and what. it got bubbles somehow. You don't know how, yeah, but it's not Yeah, it's probably good. from, yeah, something gross. <laughs> I had one the other day, because my wife really likes it. She likes it, because she's weird. Freak, why I freak? Feel like, I feel like you've really found a lot of opportunities to bring up your wife this time. I know. It's like, I you want bragging. people to know.
0: It's like, <laughs> I don't want it, but I don't want so like it. be noted that I didn't wife. do that
1: my first episode back. <laughs> Charlotte right? would yell at. Me. This isn't my first episode back. It's your second, <laughs> third. If you uh, for days,
0: for days, <laughs> I for, for the days. days. I knew
1: that doesn't make any sense the way I said it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, well, the second day, just come up luck, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I drank one the other day, and I was like, "This is fine." I've st- i slowly started to get a little bit more of a taste for it because I oh, won't stop no. drinking soda. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to tell my wife that you said that. You're married? <laughs> yes, I am. I also brought up your wedding today. Yeah, it's true. that's true. So you called my wedding out. I didn't even do it. Just,
0: I feel like you're getting points for saying the word wife. That's all.
1: Yeah, if, if he doesn't mention her and not her name, she gets really mad.
0: Well, I got a reaction. Acid?
1: <laughs> it's just so much different than the other ones. Yeah, it is. It doesn't taste like something we should be drinking though. Oh. Like it doesn't taste like a You said that I'm about trying. like almost every one of them. I know, because yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> it tastes like Randall. The lizard.
0: Why is it all cartoon (laughs) references? I won't stop bringing up my wife. He won't stop stop bringing up
1: Randall. (laughs) And (laughs) Charlotte won't stop bringing up Carrie Elwes. What's changed? (laughs)
0: The, the three people we Fact check, again, just to give people context. I have never once mentioned Carrie Elwes. The last episode. <laughs> ever? Zach, you remember the you last, have last episode. You Men in Tights all the time. In this episode. I'm going to tap on the table. You and remember make last episode, right? We, well, she, we he,
1: couldn't get to the point because she wouldn't stop talking about Carrie Elwes, right? There's
0: the joke that here
1: <laughs> Here's your Carrie here's the place you went
0: wrong is that you've
1: just said Carrie Elwes live. <laughs> and he can edit that in anywhere he That's wants. That's true.
0: That's true. Dang it.
1: And I, I actually have to pay Cariolis $5 every time I say his name. Oh,
0: great. Cariolis, Cariolis, was Loved you in <laughs>
1: Twister. Loved you in Saw. <laughs> Loved you in Stranger Things Season 3. He's in that? He was the mayor, remember? Who just, every episode oh. only existed to have the crap beaten out of him by the, by the sheriff. Like, he was kind of cool. He was just sleazy. He wasn't given much of a performance. But in every episode, he was beaten. Oh yeah, and I like kept going back to him and beating him up for information. He was he was he was crooked, but uh... <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think they'd I get that
0: very, much life out of that. I was like, okay, I was
1: one episode. Pretty disappointed but... that they didn't give him much to, of a performance. He just kind of had a twang, like he didn't twister, and then they just beat him up every episode. <laughs> I was like, okay, go on to twister, apple, apple flavored, yes. Very good. I didn't get to
0: guess. Sorry, I didn't even get it wrong. We've been talking Uh,
1: about stranger things for like forty minutes straight. Chicken?
0: (laughs) Chicken. You weren't gonna win it. You knew I was gonna
1: get it wrong. That's really me. (laughs) There he goes again. Let it be put on record. But that was me, wasn't it? It was Yeah. Yeah. No, it was stop. (laughs) Two against three. I'll be one. (laughs) (laughs) Math is a really cool thing. Apple, you're right. I'm gonna continue to be nice to you next episode. Just to, So it's a two-week thread.
0: Oh, really?
1: And it, let it be on the record that that was really mean. I
0: don't believe it.
1: <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You made me drink oil and beach water, and then you said I wouldn't get it right, and that I probably <laughs> right, should. Right, <laughs> right, 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 turn up the light. I have a really I, I, good I, game for next week that I thought you would have liked. I'm
0: excited. I always like your games. Yeah. I always tell you that your games are great.
1: This isn't mean, it's just like a, it's a consequence of your actions, but only Zach gets to play it now. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't mean. It's not mean, trust me. I get to decide whether it's mean or not. My game. I always intended only Zach to play We better wrap up this episode. Um, I just want Zach to uh, close us out with the closing line that should be the closing line of <laughs> everything. Peter, I'm sorry. Check it out on SoundCloud. (laughs) 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 SoundCloud?